When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from howstuffworks.com. Hey, Scott. Welcome back. Oh, thanks, Ben. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, man. Usually we say welcome back to the listeners and welcome back to you guys as well, but also, you know, thanks for dropping by. Yeah, we like to talk to each other sometimes, you know, other than, never mind. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> all, it's not, it's not all business. Sometimes, no, 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 sometimes no. I'll say, hey, uh, how, how is your day or how is that sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good example. I'm just saying, I'm just saying we practice things that aren't car questions, but sure. of course, we know what we're here to do today, and that is to learn a little bit more about uh, about cars, about vehicles in general. Um, and usually, since the name of the podcast is High Speed Stuff, we talk about things that are speed-related. Can you feel this segue? This I can. Is, I can, I can see is, it coming. This is uh, – yeah. yeah, well, I had an epic one planned, yeah, but okay. let's, let's, uh, let's keep it a little truncated. I don't want to rip off uh, stuff you should know as – you know they've they've got the segue thing down. <laughs> so, uh, so we had a really interesting topic today um, that we have an article coming out on uh, idle stop systems. Yeah, that's right. Idle stop systems. Uh, you probably you, you probably are familiar with it. You've you've probably heard the term mild hybrid, right? Yes, <laughs> but I think I heard you say it, and I didn't ask yeah. you what it meant. Okay, well, there's a, there's a difference between mild hybrids and full-on hybrids. Full-on hybrids are we've, we've talked about those in the past. Sure, um, you know, there's a, a gas motor or diesel motor, I guess, and um, an electric motor that drives the wheels. You know, mm -hmm. a combination of the two, one or the other, you know, that type of thing. Yes. Mild hybrid systems, that's not the case. A mild hybrid system, um, really, just a gasoline engine is the only. Uh, method of propulsion i guess you know that's the only thing that's powering the wheels however it does have a system that can shut down uh the vehicle the engine when it's at idle huh yeah totally stops it which is really cool so it's uh it's just it's tremendous fuel savings that's what it amounts to really but wait 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 isn't that bad for a car over time because i know back uh i think it was 
when my grandparents first got a car to save gas, one of the things they would do is turn the car off when mm-hmm. they were going downhill or turn it off instead of idling at a stoplight or, or a stop sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they were in a small town. It was probably just stop signs. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I was under the impression that that was bad for cars, the frequent turning off and on. You know, I've always heard that too, um, and that may be the case with older starter systems. This is a newer, I guess a more powerful electric starter, mm-hmm. um, which is um, just, it's a bigger system really. It's, it's a more um, sturdy system because it's designed specifically for this. Um, I don't know if that's really a, a, a great way to describe that away, but um, um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that it's designed specifically to restart the vehicle over and over again, and it's really the most efficient way to do it because you don't want a car sitting at idle for too long because if you think about it, idle is, um, that's zero miles per gallon. That's, that's the, that's <laughs> that's the most inefficient that your vehicle can be at any given time. It's, it's uh, um, stop-and-go traffic, that's, mm-hmm. that's rough on a car, but idling, just sitting in the idling, um, that is, that's, that's bad news for mileage. That is a really good point. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Yeah. And so... It sounds like what we're saying here is that one of the reasons people would want this system uh, really comes down to saving money or saving gas. Saving fuel, yeah, that's right. You, okay. you, um, it increases fuel economy, of course, and um, I, you know, it's just, I guess, it's better to not be sitting idling in traffic and you know just spewing carbon emissions the whole time while you're there as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because your engine is shut off. It's not like it's uh, it's operating at a lower lower speed or anything like that, because really that's what idling is anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're just saving all the fuel that you would normally be burning as your engine is you know, coasting down to stop, then when it's at stop, and then it doesn't turn on again until the very second that you hit the accelerator at the light. Okay. All right. That, that, sounds, that does sound reasonable, but the question that comes immediately after that, mm-hmm. is this system safe, or are these sorts of systems oh, safe? It's extremely safe. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing dangerous about it, really, because it's just an electrical uh, system that really kicks in and, and fires the starter, which then turns the engine. Um, have you, are you a golfer? I am aware of the sport. Okay. <laughs> so no, no <laughs> just, I'm just, not. Just I'm about not. my level. I've played a few times, uh-huh. but I do know a little something about golf carts. Not much, a little bit, but uh-huh. um, there are electric golf carts, of course, totally sure. silent all the way around the course. Those are nice. Yeah. There are also gasoline-powered golf carts, and you've probably heard those before, right? Yes. Okay. Um, well, if you're playing golf, a lot of people like it quiet, I guess, right? Sure. Yeah, okay. you got to so, concentrate. So as soon as you let off the gas on a, in a gasoline-powered cart, you'd think it would be idling you know, noisily behind you the whole time, but that's not the case. Um, it, the engine shuts off. It's the exact same thing that we're talking about in a mild hybrid here. So a, a mild hybrid is essentially just like, it operates just like a golf cart. If you've ever, ever driven a, uh, regular, rather a, uh, a gasoline-powered golf cart, yeah, that is really, that's a, a mild hybrid golf cart. Weird. You know, yeah. that's weird because I've, I think golf carts are a load of fun. So I've probably driven golf carts more than some of my friends who golf, but yeah. I, I actually haven't. And you've never thought about that, right? I mean, because no, when you're no. when you're at idle, it's totally silent. That's a really good no noise point. at all. But as soon as you hit the gasoline, uh, you know, the, the the accelerator pedal, rather, um, the engine starts up magically, and you're on your way, right? So is that how it works? It just sends a an electric signal. It's just an electric signal, right, to the starter, an electric starter, which uh-huh. turns the engine, which you know begins the whole system, the whole process. No, it starts the engine again, really. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm with you. I'm mm-hmm. with you. We're on the same page here. But I guess the next question is, 
is this something that we're going to run into? How, how space age is this technology? Is it common or is it uncommon? I wouldn't say common yet. It's, it's, not, it's not terribly uncommon, though, either. And I'll, t- I'll explain to you in a moment because um, it's, it's already in several vehicles, a few that you probably already know. It's in the 2007 Saturn View, the green, okay. the green line. Uh, that's the SUV version. Um, it's also in all European versions of the Mini right now, and it may be in a few here in the U.S. I'm not, I'm not sure of the, uh, the production, what they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Smart for Two in Europe also uses the um, mild hybrid system, you know, the, the idle mm-hmm. stop. And BMW 1 Series cars, uh, there's some Volkswagen, Citroen. Um, another one that we'll mention in a little while is the uh, 2007, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the 2005 to 2007 Chevy Silverado uses a mild hybrid system not, uh, okay. not a full hybrid system but a mild hybrid system okay um it, and it looks like I, I think um i heard that audi is also using a mild hybrid system huh. uh starting this year in 2009 they've used it in the a3 a4 and i think the a5 and i think they're going to do it in more vehicles you know in the upcoming year weird is yeah. this this i it, i mean when i said weird i don't let me i don't mean that the idea is weird i mean it's weird that th- i had not heard of this well, it's, a, it's really. a little weird it's it's a little strange because you know you've got it it kind of goes against what we've been told all along because i've heard the same thing that you have yeah that you don't turn a car off and turn it back on use more fuel when you do that i guess that's not the case and i huh. i think that may have something to do with you know fuel injection versus carburation and you know, okay the, the fuel that makes that sense need to use to prime the the uh the carburetor etc um i'm sure someone will tell me that i'm wrong on that but you know Please, but we we please love the do. mail. Yeah, yeah, please do. So wait, wait. So this could actually be an example of, um, I guess, the technology evolving to the point where it's not true anymore. It's like an old wives' tale, or an old mechanics' tale. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's and it's getting better than this. Even there's a, there's a new example out there that um, we should probably talk about. There's an example in our article, as a matter of fact, the article mm-hmm. we have on our site, and it's the Mazda three. And the Mazda 3 uses an extremely advanced idle start-stop system. Um, it's unlike any other system right now that's out on the market. Should we? Are we going to go into <laughs> this, or, or do we need to look at the article? Well, no, no, we don't. We don't need to look at the article. I've got, I've got some notes here, by the way. So, um, it, anyways, Mazda. It's the Mazda 3. Okay. And it will be available in late 2009. And it's called. They call it the Smart Idle Stop System, or SIS. S I S S. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And uh, basically what, what makes this completely unique is that instead of using electric or electricity rather to restart the engine uh, via an electric motor, sure. this engine uses uh, the combustion again to start the engine, which, which is kind of an unbelievable thought really. How, yeah. would, how would that even be possible? But I'll, I'll briefly explain it and we'll see if you have any questions after this, okay? Yeah, break it down in layman's form. Right, well, Go this, easy this on me. Simple, I guess this is the most simple explanation is that um, it uses, first of all, the engine uses direct injection. Okay. So fuel and air mixture is directed, it's, it's directly into the cylinder versus into the intake manifold and then, you know, through valves, etc. Um, so that that's key because when this vehicle, the Mazda 3, is coasting and arrives at its stop. You know, it's a stop sign, red light, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the engine, of course, shuts down as it's on its coast down, uh, just like a normal start-stop system would do. However, it's got sensors within within the engine that uh, sense exactly where every piston is located. And it can determine which piston is on which cycle, of course. Okay. Waits for, it finds the piston that is 
just past top dead center, which means it's already, you know, it's got its, you know, compression, uh, compression's already complete. It's got its air fuel mixture ready to go. It's ready to fire, but it hasn't fired yet. So um, the only thing it's waiting for is a spark to ignite it. And you can see where this would be beneficial because then it determines which cylinder it needs to fire to kick that piston down, which then prime, you know, kind of not primes, but it starts the engine by, you know, with that with that force from that one piston. So it, it's an unbelievable system. It's really cool. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's I don't know, man. That's a little bit too much like artificial intelligence. Uh, you know, it's pretty it's pretty advanced, but really, it's just it's just an idea of you know just figuring out where yeah. each of the pistons are and what cycle they're in. And, I, I mean, the other cool thing about this is that it it knows to rotate so that it's not always the same piston that's firing so that it doesn't, uh, you know, unevenly wear the oh, engine. Oh, wow. So it knows that if I fired, you know, if I if I fired on the first cylinder last time, I'm going to go on, you know, cylinder number three this time. And you think that'd be a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. well, how does it do that? But when you're talking about firing an engine, it's really, you're talking just milliseconds between, you know, sure. or, you know, whatever, fractions of a second between... Mm-hmm. Firing, so um, it can determine when to stop this or when you know when it when it decides to shut down, so that the appropriate piston is in the right spot. It's it's pretty amazing. It's able to make that calculation. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So, okay, and and the maybe the biggest benefit of this yeah. is that um, Mazda is claiming that the restarts are a lot faster. They say that they can start their engine again within 350 milliseconds. So if you're at a stoplight, you hit the gas, within 350 milliseconds, the engine started again. And that's, apparently that's half as fast as, I'm sorry, I should say twice as fast, I guess, mm-hmm. as, um, uh, you know, a conventional system would do this. So it, they're, instead of having like a, a slow or sluggish start, which is a complaint of some people that have used these, like, I guess in a, you know, golf cart example. Right, right. <laughs> I've, I've never driven, you know, these other um, hybrid cars, but... Um, I know when you hit the gas, there is a little delay, and then it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would think that a car would be less pronounced than a golf cart, of course. But, Hopefully. But um, in the Mazda 3, it apparently is going to be you know, just quick. Yeah, could you even really notice quick. 350 milliseconds? Uh, no, no, that's really, really fast. That's you, what you I wouldn't was even, thinking. You wouldn't even detect that, I don't think. I mean, I know we both have cat-like reflexes, but still, that's asking a lot. I always land on my feet. You do. You, yeah. I saw that earlier. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> well, you tripped me. <laughs> I'm look, man. It's my nature. But so, do you think that these systems could become a commonplace feature in oh, vehicles? Definitely. Yeah, I do. Um, especially if they they become you know advanced to this point. Now, this one, remember, it uses direct injection. Yeah. And I I think that you know that's key to this one working. So mm-hmm. until everybody starts using that type of system, but um. I really do think that people are going to start using this more, or manufacturers rather, are going to start including this more on other vehicles because it just it seems to make sense. You know, fuel economy numbers can go way up, mm-hmm. and um, I think people will buy it. That's, you know, I uh, this is usually the part where I I say something crazy and off the wall, but no, I I completely agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it straight laced on this one. Mm-hmm. This is a good idea, yeah, I think and uh, when I get a car again. Um, or when I get a new car, rather, when I finally end my partnership with this Monte Carlo, um, I, I'm probably going to go for a car that has something like this. Oh, very good. Good for you. Maybe a smart car, maybe a mini, something like that. Something small, or are you going to go big again? Get a Silverado. I don't know, man. I like those land yachts. Yeah. I, I like those I like those rolling boats. I used to, <laughs> I drove a uh, Bonneville for a while. Oh, okay. So you're, you're no stranger to, uh, mm. you know, well, you probably have a, 
a tiller in that thing, right? Like a, uh-huh. like a you know, yeah. like a the Queen Mary or something. I I do. I have a crew that helps me drive <laughs> that car. <laughs> no, um, but before we go, I guess w- you know. First, thank you for breaking this down so I can sound a uh, a little bit less uninformed. I'm not going to say informed, but a little <laughs> less uninformed. Um, but before we go, I think we've got a little bit of listener mail today, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. We have listener mail. I'm, I, the only reason I'm, I'm saying it that way is because uh, I've been I've been caught. I've been uh, maybe not caught, just uh, you know, I made a mistake, and uh, some listeners kept me honest on it, which I'm I'm glad for. That's good, but uh, it's always a little rough to uh, admit you're wrong. Wait, I was wrong. I was wrong. Well, Scott, I, I didn't mean to bring you down like this. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> right. that's all right. I'm a little rough on myself. But uh, anyways, if you remember way back when we talked about the Toyota Abat. Oh, yes, yes, okay. the hybrid truck. Talking about the hybrid truck. I said that this would be the first hybrid truck on the market. Yes, yes. Incorrect. 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 The Chevy Silverado is the first hybrid truck on the market. So Chevy was the first one to do it. Mm-hmm. Um I guess in my defense, I'm going to have to say this, but um, sure. this year is the first year for the full hybrid system on the Chevy Silverado. I just I forgot about it. Uh, my my mistake. But prior to this, from 2005 to 2007, uh-huh. it was not a true hybrid. It was a it was a mild hybrid, like what we're talking about like here. What we're talking about in this episode. Yeah, that's right. So it's a good fit on this one. I figured that we'd wait until you know we got to this topic to mention it. But um, anyways, a couple of listeners. Um, one was Neil, and one was Luke. Um, you know who you are. Thank you for uh, <laughs> thanks for writing in. I appreciate it. I really do because you know anytime you catch something like that, let me know. Um, keeps us honest. Yeah, so. and, and we, <laughs> you know, we're not we're not sore about oh, no, about no, that. No, no, no. Just right off, Scott. I think you're being a little bit hard on yourself there because um, I, I read that listener mail too. They they didn't seem mad at you. Oh no, not at all, not at all. It was a nice mail, but yeah. uh, you know, I just feel. I feel a little silly when I, you know, neglect something like that, especially when I'm, I'm saying, oh, this is going to be the first one to do this, and you know, I, I should have known not to say this is going to be the first of this. I, that's something that always oh, catches you. Well, that's the thing about technology. You know, it's very. I'm sure the tech stuff guys can attest. It's very difficult sometimes um, to stay abreast. And you know, of course, for our listeners, we want you guys to know that uh, your involvement is is just as important as our own, and we love receiving mail. So. If you have something that, that we tripped over, you want to write, write in to us about, or you know, if you think we're doing a good job, we could always use the Ego Boost. Uh, or if you'd like to hear us uh, report on any other topic, uh, vehicle or automotive related, please send us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. 
Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.